I am Pranav Nagarkar, and today we have with us Easy Wanderlings. Easy Wanderlings is a soul pop band based in Pune, and we have three of their members talking to us today. It's Sanyant Narod, Pratika, and Sia. So let's get into it. So hi guys, nice to see you finally. How are you guys doing? Doing, doing good. good. Thanks for Thank having you. us. Just just quickly introduce yourself for the audience. So uh, we are a soul pop band called the Easy Wandlings, and uh, currently we're based in Pune, and we're an eight-member band. So pretty huge band uh, compared to others, I think. Number-wise. Number-wise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. And uh, I think most of our music is very easygoing, easy listening. I think we're known for that kind of sound, but yeah. um, now we're kind of digressing from that and kind of making different genres and a little bit more heavier music i would say all right uh, but yeah great great so we have with us sanyant who's the lead singer also pratika who's the lead singer and we have sia who's the flautist for the band so let's like get into it tell me the story of easy wanderlings like how did easy wanderlings you know become easy wanderlings like the eight piece band like an eight member band what is your band story uh the band story is pretty simple i mean uh, um so i met male in college male is the recording engineer and yeah, yeah. you know uh, uh he's the cto uh, of the band <laughs> because oh, okay. uh, i took care of the creative side and he took care of you know making sure that the sound quality uh, sounds great so we are college mates and after we doing a masters i met him again and right. uh, so then he was like i i know you started writing song do you want to just record something so we unlike other you know most bands who started off as a cover band then went all, you know to record we were directly we started off as recording artists than performing artists all and right. then learned to perform it in in in, in fact so okay. uh, while uh, you know after writing the songs then uh, you know i would i'd be like okay i need you know uh, this kind of vocalist i need like a lead female vocalist and male was like i knew he knows one girl who can sing and then that happened to be luckily pratika <laughs> and uh, and yeah so just like that you know when we needed somebody to you know like a flautist uh, we found sia like randomly playing in uh cafe in bane uh and oh. uh, yeah that was literally that like the day we like needed a flautist like two days later we found her and we were like oh. how the hell uh, is like a like a you know classical western flautist in pune out of all places and so we are kind of lucky that you know all these people came together you know miraculously just in the right right time which is the reason why the first album is called as written in the stars Like, so we are all friends and friends of friends uh basically all right so how many of you are from pune two p uh two me kind of two and a half two and a yeah so uh, okay. male <laughs> is from dhule uh, okay. and shardul is from pune okay uh, and uh, she is mangalorean actually uh, okay pretty much i don't really have a like, uh, like yeah ever since i've been in india i've been living in pune for the longest time so this is my oh, okay. so how long were you in the us again Six years. Six years. Oh, <laughs> great! That's great. Yeah, suddenly she'll change her accent and all. When she does, yeah, she wants to act cool and all. She'll change her accent. Nice. <laughs> so, so like, how's the dynamic between you know the eight of you? I mean, how easy or difficult does it make to work? 
you know or come together or have writing sessions recording sessions and all that stuff how i think we got end? a yeah i think we got a system uh, that works for us uh, okay. like for example i would create like a skeleton uh, you know come up with like a basic tune and few words and then i you know probably set it i mean set it with these people at some you know we have get togethers in my place and that time i might display it for them or whatever we'll you know and that time get to hear their feedback and then kind of refine it and then um, you know sit with each member to kind of work on their parts uh, oh. and uh, that's how it comes together and then we go to the jam room and then all of us will play together and then we'll kind of fix what's not working and then figure it out are all of you full time musicians is everyone uh, uh, yes and uh, see everyone's taking music seriously okay uh, but they are also doing other things right so right. for example uh like sia is in college I'm right now i'm studying right now i'm studying media and communication right now but music is like the best thing i have going for me right now like it's my passion and everything goes into that so it's All practically right. my full time thing now although i'm still studying something completely different all right and for example like pratika teaches uh, uh on the side and uh, so does sharad a guitarist and male he uh, shardul teaches male is also teaching and he's got another job to nitin is the chief engineer at the grace park studio all right uh, so everyone's got something going for them and okay. so uh, the band is also something that i think they all consider quite you know and uh, whatever primary whatever thing to do oh that's like but how much is that an obstacle like you know your other endeavors is it an obstacle in your work does it uh, not at all in fact i encourage it uh, okay. because uh, you know at, it's impossible first of all with the kind of uh, revenue coming in to kind of yeah. just support uh, uh, um, you know everybody and second i think you also need to step away from it to kind of get back into it you know so it's good to have something else going on and keep your mind occupied with other stuff too you know um, so uh, yeah so that is pretty good in in a way i would say yeah that's that's interesting because like there are many bands right now who are doing it full time but as you said the revenue is a tough ask so that's a pretty mature approach to have it's it's, it's interesting that you have that so let's talk about your music style like easy wandering your name says a lot about it like so far your discography has been pretty relaxed and chill it's like as you call yourself a soul pop band but with your last release you've gone into funk how how did that happen i mean so i think basically since we are eight band members everybody kind of has their own influences and like their own genres of music so that way when we come together to write stuff it's not just um the kind of music that we started out because everybody's influences kind of get into the songs that we're doing and eventually we kind of end up going to a different genre or a different space completely so sunny would sit with shardul or sia who are, who are the violinist and flautist mm-hmm. the sound would be completely different than if he would sit to compose with maybe abraham a drummer or sharad a guitarist All so right. each person that he kind of sits with the sound would be like completely different which is okay. i think something really cool because we also don't want to just stick to one kind of genre of music we love to explore different types we love to really indulge in it and uh, see where it takes us and not be kind of limited by genre 
they have a but for the three of you like how have your individual music journeys been like how did you all get into music individually so i basically um got into music when i was in college and these guys kind of found me when i was in college because <laughs> okay. i was doing like open mic nights and like cultural events and stuff and they had a song that they wanted to record so they called me and asked me to kind of sing on that this is before it even became a band and then they were like oh you know what my friends are really loving this why don't we start a band together mm-hmm. so when i was in college itself we started playing a lot of gigs and we started i mean we were invited for a lot of festivals and stuff so i think after college it was kind of just like this is the natural path to go we've already got a good momentum here and mm-hmm. i love music so why not get into that All so right. i started off but yeah obviously with easy wandlings and now i'm part of a couple of different bands working with different artists collaborating on a bunch of stuff and yeah so yeah so for me i've been playing the flute for about 7 uh, to 8 years now so it started when i was in about 5th grade and then after i came heard like sunny said i was just and so my journey was and my roots are primarily in western classical music so okay. uh, mozart beethoven and all that oh, but nice. uh, yeah but uh, after sunny discovered me as it was written in the stars then i kind of began my journey into this whole indie scene and okay. learning how to play with the um, uh, instruments like guitars and stuff which i wasn't really used to i mean i was just sitting next to clarinets and violins but not playing with any like a drummer or something so right. uh, so i've definitely had quite a bit of a learning curve actually you know because western classical has this very set way of functioning i feel and there's a lot of freedom within it but there's also like a path that you have to follow but over here i've definitely gotten uh, the freedom to kind of play around and have more fun with my instrument and it's helped bring out like different flavors and colors in how i play my okay. that's that's interesting that's great what about you sunny um so i was uh, i took music professionally um much later i mean it was in 2015 uh you know that i uh, um whatever i was working as a as a guy who was pretty much hired to work with young startups uh on how to kind of go crazy with their ideas and you know so that kind of create a feel and then music was just uh, you know i'd be the guitarist and every friend group would be like you know okay. in a party like whatever so <laughs> but uh, uh but i also had this thing about i could compose like it was very natural i thought it was pretty for you know now that i realized that it's not that common but i just thought whatever like it was naturally tunes would just come and i could figure it out on my guitar whatever and so yeah i wrote a song uh when i was in the us and came back and again met male so um so yeah we started easy one links um with just pratika me and male uh and then slowly i mean it was in, like really fast like the band members started growing um okay. and um then what um so i think yeah 2015 end uh, we started and by 2016 we were already like invited to uh, perform at nh7 so by that time we were like uh, so we 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 um um whatever we started off as an incognito band so 
yeah till we launched the album uh, we didn't kind of reveal our names or anything because we wanted to make sure people discover us for our music rather than you know how we look or whatever all that stuff and where we are from from and all that so and so i think our foundation kind of level the you know um, we wanted to make sure that it's done right and music is the main focus and so yeah after the first album i decided to take up music full time and you know that was pretty much it. yeah yeah that fact about you being anonymous after your, until the release of your first album is pretty interesting like that's a conscious choice you made uh, which is like very unique why did you like not want you know to put yourself out i mean uh, because uh, like just it was a very it was a gut feeling man you know i just felt like people should discover us for the music we should be like hey who's that rather than uh-huh. seeing an image and like i want to know what this person's up to you know i wanted to be like the other way you know um so we yeah at least that's one way to kind of identify who we are and then follow us for what we are known for you know so yeah great great one of your one of your most uh, you know interesting projects has been the bajaj avenger project Uh, the fly away song so talk about it yeah. tell me tell me that story how did that come about like such a huge brand and then and i saw the music video you guys genuinely had fun in it like it's visible so just tell me the story <laughs> really interesting uh, no i think uh, the brand manager of bajaj uh, he liked the band and he liked dream to keep us going and all and he was like hey listen we can go to any part of india and do a cool music video for a song that you guys can do say so like do whatever you want we'll go we'll do something so um bajaj avenger none of us know i mean literally only two of them know to ride a bike we were like yeah we'll do it <laughs> okay <laughs> so uh, yeah so pretty much a bunch of losers uh, uh, who can't ride a bike were invited to go ride a bike and explore you know uh, meghalaya then oh, uh, we were like all right guys you need body doubles clearly <laughs> we can't do it so for all the shots that you see uh, <laughs> that it'll be me like removing the helmet but who's doing the riding is somebody else okay oh, is that uh, so but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah oh god and uh, and what so basically yeah so uh, it was a really cool project i mean i'm glad we did it um and so we got to go to meghalaya um work with like a huge crew nisha goes was the director she is the one who directed uh, parek and singh's video to you know the one oh, that okay. got so um, um, so eventually yeah, we were there for like four days and then it was a very hectic schedule early morning to like night three days completely packed but we got to like, go to some really cool places and and that was essentially the wandering wipe you know so it was exactly. it was right it was like super like tied in with our brand image and you know everything else so yeah i think our band is very associated with travel and yeah. stuff like that so yeah. even yeah. the brand i have to really kind of encompass that and they were also looking for that kind of vibe so i think that was a good match yeah the music video looks like an after movie of a road trip which is like yeah. wonderful yeah, yeah there's the locations and there's this shot where you have like there's someone eating maggi there's someone sipping tea it's just <laughs> like all in all a great vibe I I mean I'm surprised yeah. you guys didn't ride a bike there. Like, did you feel like so you missed Malay out on something? Malay and uh, Malay and Bharat did. Sunny and Sharad did not. So and Abraham, no, like no, we are, were all in the back. Yeah, yeah. So these guys Abraham got the pillion, and yeah, they had to be cool uh. and like shake their hands. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and these guys were sleeping in the car because they didn't have to drive the train. Yeah, ride the bike. Yeah. So, did you feel like you missed out on an experience, though? Uh, we actually caught up on a lot of sleep, so I we didn't miss out on shit. So <laughs> we. Uh, we don't know what. <laughs> so yeah, we missed out on a lot of uh, agonizing pain with <laughs> cold <laughs> and all the stuff. So they, we were sitting in a car sleeping. By the time the sun is up, we'll get out of the car. <laughs> and drink coffee while these guys are still <laughs> on the bike shooting so, yeah. oh i mean yeah we can see the like you know justification of their own perspectives but that's great i mean the video <laughs> video turned out well and it is closing in on some 9 million views now so that is again another wonderful that yeah we can't take any credit for that <laughs> no man the that song is, is yours bajaj and its marketing i can tell you that <laughs> Yeah, but another song of yours crossed a billion streams on Spotify. So congratulations on that. Oh yeah, Spotify. Yes, yeah. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, congratulations on that. Yeah. That's great. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, how has the lockdown been for you, though? I mean, I want to, I want to ask you this with complete knowledge that you were invited to play for South by Southwest. So please, <laughs> yeah, talk about that as well. I know it's really painful, but yeah. Yeah, I think um, we were invited to go to SX, which would have been our very first international, international. show. Yeah, and we were super excited, and basically we kind of planned out a whole, almost like a tour around that festival. So we yeah. wanted to do like fifteen shows, other than that, in and around that area. Yeah. And yeah, man, like literally a week before we were supposed to leave, everything was booked. We got our visa. everything was done and uh, finally covid kind of hit and uh, ruined all our plans but uh, anyway nothing much to do about that no point sitting and sulking about it so we just got back on it and started prepping for our next uh, album which is happening now and right. yeah i think it was definitely difficult as a band because obviously gigging and stuff completely stopped Exactly. Uh, so financially, that was also like including all the US plans and no gigs happening. Also, financially, it was kind of a hit for us. But I think everybody kind of got back on the horse and really went out and did whatever they could. And it, we came up with a lot of cool opportunities for each of the band members. Like a lot of people started teaching something that they've been wanting to do for a really long time, but then have been like kept putting it off because I mean, and now they finally got to. really take the time and do it and mm. sunny and i did a couple of ads composing for ads which was a first for us oh, and great. yeah everybody has kind of got like cool opportunities because of covid as well yeah and uh, kind of doing a lot of stuff which might not have happened if covid didn't happen so definitely a lot of pros and cons but yeah, yeah we're doing whatever we can and it's not like we've stopped working we're working on our album we released two uh singles that will be part of the album as well so yeah. things are happening we're working and uh, it's going good yeah i mean when i read about that south by southwest i was really you know as a fan myself i was really sad like come on man that can't that's not how yeah. unlucky <laughs> someone can be but i mean i hope you get an opportunity soon and it happens I again but talking about festivals like how has it been performing for the weekender and uh, at vh1 supersonic how has that experience been 
I think okay so firstly for me it's been the coolest experience <laughs> because never in my life I always thought that I'd be the one you know attending the music festival to just watch it I just never thought I'd be on the other side of it performing as an artist so to actually witness and be a integral part of the behind the scenes process like the prepping and then any sort of like kind of hyping up our fans and all all of that <laughs> it's just it's just been wonderful and of course you get to um meet the other artists that are um, are inspirations so that's also been wonderful like i think kokoroko um performed at in it seven and it was wonderful to see them live there's so much to learn from every artist right so yeah, yeah, i think that would definitely be another thing great um yeah and I, and the thing is uh, we like i said you know we were started off as recording artists and we weren't performers so yeah. for us that shift was uh, like uh, we know how bad we were you know and like we still uh, yeah yeah like uh, the first year though we were ignorant because we weren't even like like I don't we think just, we had yeah, even we done like a whole gig as a band, band. before so, and uh, seven was the first stage where we actually got to perform as a band so we oh didn't yeah, there was yeah. yeah yeah so when you were like how many members will come for this talk i'm like first of all i haven't even seen those guys in <laughs> you know to get them in a room itself is going to be quite a task okay. so um so basically uh, yeah so we kind of kind of have to kind of learn uh, how to become a good performer and it's still a learning process Uh, how to be engaging um, and all that stuff so, and we are very uh, i think grounded that we kind of analyze every show and kind of figure out okay where we messed up and all that stuff and so we are quite and we go and attend a lot of shows even in pune we are very like at least when before the lockdown every tuesday or wednesday we are always planning okay let's go watch this band let's we are kind of active and we love watching uh, you know live music and and it's great when we get to perform to and tour and you know uh, and we're happy to be you know part of something like this uh is it difficult logistically for a band with eight members like you know to move around touring, is it? yeah yeah touring yes performing uh, it uh, not really man i mean i feel like uh, we managed to do it i think it's just a matter of booking your flight tickets and going uh, <laughs> and uh, somehow we managed to uh, uh is it financially viable you are not going to like at least we haven't made profits out of it but we haven't made loss also you know yeah. we are, we've been quite on the we've managed to tour from like all the way from south india to the himalayas like just before the lockdown we did a mountain valley tour oh. uh, so that was a very i i thought it was a really cool tour and so um it we need we need to coordinate it and i feel like we've kind of managed to uh, figure that out so far mm-hmm. so let's see what the future holds <laughs> yeah when sometimes you know when there's a band that that is this big uh, venues are also reluctant to have them because they are afraid of having to pay a lot to the band because there are a lot of members yeah. so i i yeah. asked from that perspective like do you face that sometimes like <clears throat> that reluctance no no we don't event? i mean i feel like uh, we know exactly i mean we kind of know what is the what's the ballpark image uh, mm-hmm. for a restaurant how much can they really afford without a sponsor so we don't kind of try to suck out more money from them we kind of know approximately we feel like we can get this much and we're good so then we do like we'll space it out we do couple more stuff and then we'll see you know how uh, 
what else can be done to kind of make up for that um and yeah so is now and not all gigs like some of the gigs she can't make it some of the gigs shardul can't make it you okay. know so we kind of uh, balance it out um you know um, and some gigs everybody everybody's there so okay. yeah uh what do you prefer though as for from the performance point of view an indoor venue or like a club or performing at a festival like anit seven or supersonic what do you prefer? uh i think definitely a festival because our music at least the easy listening music i think is not completely suited to a bar where people don't necessarily know our music mm-hmm. so if there's a crowd that comes for our music then it's always a great night but if it's a venue where people are not familiar with us then you know as usual in bars people are doing their own thing chatting this thing that thing and then when we're singing enjoy it while it lasts we can hear people chatting in the back and it's like a little bit like yeah. you know it throws you off a little bit yeah. so i think that way festivals are definitely fun because the crowd that comes there comes i mean for, for your stage they come to listen to you and they come to listen to the music <coughs> and then obviously in festivals also there's a lot of chatter but i think it's mm. definitely more for the music in festivals and i my best band like best gig experience is at a festival and you know when people are there everyone singing your songs and it sounds amazing and it feels yeah, yeah exactly in stark contrast like during festivals we have you can hear the crowd singing enjoy while it lasts really loudly with you is the most gratifying experience and also another thing i would like to add is another setting that's really nice are the sofa settings they're like mm. really small and intimate so again you get the kind of your fans or the audience that is comfortable with your music and really wants to listen to you so yeah. that's another yeah, yeah for yeah. sure i think uh, yeah an intimate like you know an art gallery those kind of setup also goes well for our kind of music you know yeah exactly uh, So, I mean, yeah. there's this like so far and now Moto Chojo Collective in Pune. They're they've been doing uh, you know these kind of gigs, which is changing the way people attend music gigs. There are more you know uh, we we talk to a lot of musicians and they say they prefer that intimacy with you know their listeners, like they have uh, like they can connect with the listeners sitting directly in front of them. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always a good experience to have, but uh, like. like now now when like you've been in the scene for the past 6 years since 2015 uh what do you have to say about the indie music scene in india in general i think it's uh it's growing rapidly especially after like you know how relatively easier it's become to kind of record and release music yeah um and also share the music and get discovered too you know with stuff like spotify and all that the number of festivals have gone up number of venues accommodating uh, musicians have gone up i mean forget i mean before that is just before the lockdown um and so i think it's uh, it's on a rise and i'm excited to see what's ahead but do you see many bands coming up because you know the last like this lockdown has led to a rise in the number of singer songwriters that have come up or you know before the yeah. lockdown there was a rise in the hip hop uh seen a lot a lot of rappers were coming yeah. up but uh, do you see yeah. those many bands coming up nowadays i mean i it's i understand why a band is probably not coming because where are they going to meet right where are they yeah. going to jam right so which is essential for a band to kind of form right because it's yeah. also chemistry and 
you know you might be the best musician and i might be also a good musician but if we don't have that connection uh mm. musically and in some way a very you know like a spiritual like it's a very different kind of connection when a person jams and you kind of sync with that and so that's a very special feeling and um yeah you miss out on that and, and I, that's probably why i also understand why you know probably the last two years bands are not coming up and it's easier to collaborate with somebody uh, you know far away and it's when with the producer has already made a track and you just need to sing over it or some of that that kind of stuff is more relatively doable or you can just get parts from different places okay you play this clarinet from there you play this give it to me and i'll put it together mm-hmm. that works but then you know with more of this jam scene is not happening and for obvious reasons yeah 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 that's true but you guys have been independent for a while right you are not signed to any major label and you until intend to be independent yeah until we are uh, discovered by a label that uh, is uh, growing um and has a wide reach internationally you know so uh, we are not looking for any um, domestic labels uh so if we because our, we need somebody who's got a really strong hold internationally uh because our music is also you know it's more people are likely to enjoy it overseas more mm-hmm. than uh, over here uh so we need somebody who's got that kind of contacts and uh, yeah so let's see all right i mean like then how uh, how is your you know like are you managing yourself then in terms of booking uh, yeah. gigs we have a managing manager. your social media okay yes we have a manager he's based in the us right now um okay. so, so he kind of manages things from over there um okay. uh yeah and over here domestic in over here whatever i can manage and i i do it myself oh all right that's that's an interesting perspective uh where do you see yourself though like internationally in in how much time do you see yourself international do you have that in your head even as you make music um not really but i know um, i know it is there uh, except like two last two years was still learning you know uh, even when everything is like piled up neatly with the red carpet you know uh, things can go wrong right so yeah, i think uh, right now we are doing only short term plans uh, because we don't even know when the third wave is going to you know so what is the point in me planning a euro trip you know <laughs> like like 6 7 8 months from now right yeah. so i think until the situation is a little cleared out we want to just focus on creating good music and promoting that and making sure that the music reaches us as far as and wide as possible yeah i mean the these these times are really unpredictable even even now when europe is opening with all these you know sports events happening you can see the cases spiking up again and you never know when the world will fall back into a lockdown again it's really yeah really you never know. yeah it's it's tough it's tough but i mean what do you think about the indie music community in india not not just the scene but the community in india like are there people helping out each other looking out for each other are they looking to connect with each other form or you know help out each other in, in that sense form a community where they can grow together is that happening uh i think that the indie scene is definitely quite small so i feel like everybody is trying their best to help each other and push the scene as a community you know as a collective 
and everybody that we've reached out to have been you know quite helpful very open to doing collabs very open to giving you advice about something that they've done or something that they've not done or they're always willing to talk and always willing to kind of help each other out i mean that's my experience and yeah i feel like since we are such a small community we're all trying to push the community more all together so mm. that's my experience. all right that's that's nice to hear i mean the indie scene has grown so much in the past one and a half years that there have you know it there's a chance when there are so many people it can get competitive and it's not always good you know it can always take an ugly turn but it's good to hear that there's a lot of cooperation and you know support for the community but like even you know for us you are the biggest act we've had so far on the podcast so for us when we approached <laughs> you guys and you said yes it, it it meant a lot to us because we started you know uh, last year in october and uh, we've been rejected a lot of times because we are pretty small so when you guys said yes it it meant a lot to us so i really want to thank you for that it, it is also no, some kind of yeah i mean we started this to discover indie music as much as we could and uh, you know when we came across you we were like we really should have these people and know them better and get to know their stories better so yeah thank you for you know saying yes no no us. it's our pleasure man uh, i feel like uh, it's also our responsibility to kind of support people who are pushing the indie music scene you know otherwise we just hypocrites to kind of <laughs> tell like hey it's, it's growing we are part of this community and all that and what the hell if you're not fostering and nurturing this community that is also, also people like yourselves who are committed towards i mean you're spending your weekend hours doing this you know um so yeah it's uh, we are happy to be part of this man thank you and like what can we expect from easy wandlings in the next you know in the times to come where is easy wandlings heading think, now uh, yeah so we've got uh, this three more songs coming out of our ep uh, so it's basically a five track ep and hopefully in september we should release it uh, so we are currently very busy with recording our stuff uh, and uh, yeah i think that is the next goal um, and apart from that anything that happens we have no clue uh, <laughs> so yeah this is the main goal right now we've been pushing this for a while we just want to wrap up this uh, release and then figure out uh, the next plans um, you know whether it's if the world is safer to travel then we can plan our tours uh, if not <clears throat> more collaborations uh, you know so there's a lot lot to do are you planning to you know are you are you going to perform because there are a few venues that are opening you know uh, no man currently. Uh, not really at least uh, i don't think it's safer yet to perform i mean perform right now and it's it's a weird scene you know uh, we'll have to see if the cases are really coming down yeah um, so we'll have to wait and see but not right away are you guys vaccinated uh yeah yeah thank of course no. yeah, yeah of course that's that's all we are getting right now <laughs> so yeah that's a really weird question to us but i had to i mean that's the white currently <laughs> <Judging us, laughs> he's like ah, yeah, like <laughs> now that's the vibe currently like anyone anyone you meet is like are you vaccinated are you vaccinated you know yeah. it's like everyone's tired of wearing masks now it's been when you go out it's always in your head something's in your head it's tough times now it's just become comfortable for me dude i go into somebody's house i'll be wearing the mask for the first one now like they're like why are you wearing a mask i'm like oh shit i didn't even realize 
upcoming or you know you like which you want us to check out or want us to you know bring on our podcast so we could let their story uh, be known to the world i think uh, you can try shil saga based in delhi okay. uh he just released three songs i think he's got a lot of potential uh yeah. definitely check him out shil saga as such yeah 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 ah some one of those one of those combinations shil saga Okay. Um, Anushka Maske. Anushka Maske is good. Um, All right. Then who else? Mm. Anushka Maske. You could try Second Sight. Mm. All right. Then. Uh, They just released a track. Hmm. Yeah, you could try Second Sight. Based okay. in Bombay. Tejas. Oh. Uh, Tejas. Okay. Vern and Norona. Okay. Um, Tejas, Vern, and Narona. Then uh, Raghav Miyatul. Uh, check all these guys out. Yeah, sure, sure. So, guys, thank you for being on the podcast. This was great fun. I had a lot of fun talking to you guys. You guys are wonderful, Likewise. and the all the best for all your future releases. Looking forward to all of them. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. See you soon, and you know, a gig if possible. उटरलिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सिंग्सि